I'm Fox 8 Cleveland News anchor Gabe Spiegel, and here to tell you just how unpredictable Andre Bernier can be. Especially on Open Line Friday. Buckle up, everyone. This could this be could interesting. Be interesting. Well, how about that, Gabe Spiegel? Welcome to Weather Jazz, everybody. It is Open Line Friday. We made it. This is a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth science, and a whole lot more. And we'll be covering a little bit of that today, too. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Berninger. I am the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is episode number 211 for Friday, July 2nd, 2021. And just so that you are aware, on Monday, July the 5th, there will be no release. There'll be no Meteorological Monday episode unless there's something extraordinary happening. Uh, But otherwise, we're taking the day off and we're wishing you a very, very happy Independence Day weekend, holiday weekend, whether it's a four-day weekend, a three-day weekend, or a two-day weekend, doesn't matter. It's uh, our hope that uh, you're going to be enjoying a wonderful, wonderful time with family and friends. It certainly looks a whole lot different compared to last year, and I'm certainly glad of that. Well, today we're going to follow up with another interview with another member of the WJW Fox 8 weather team. Back a number of weeks ago at episode number 190, I introduced you to Jen Harcher. Jen very much is a part of our weekend weather crew and also is seen on Fox 8 News in the morning and at noontime, various other locations and shifts as well. And if you would like to get a little more familiar with Jen and you missed that episode, what I have done is to place Jen's episode, episode 190, at the bottom of the archive page on weatherjazz.com, just in case you missed it. And if, of course, you're listening via a podcast app, scroll down to episode 190, and you'll be introduced to one of our team members. Well, the second team member that I'd like to introduce you to is somebody that I have personally known for over three decades. And we'll get into that story, too, as we progress. The person, A.J. Colby. He is our 10 p.m. Monday through Friday meteorologist. And also, you'll see him at various other places as well and as needed. And we're going to get to know him and his story and uh, the story behind how we got hooked up. And that was over 30 years ago. It was really only a couple of months after I started at Fox 8 33 years ago. So without further delay, let's dig into our interview with A.J. Colby. Let's get to know him now. With me right now, A.J. Colby. Uh, who uh, joins me in this very special Open Line Friday edition of Weather Jazz. Welcome. Thank you. It's so great to be here, and it is very special. I feel very special. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to highlight everybody that 
uh, is here at Fox 8. But you and I have the biggest chunk of history here at Fox 8 because when I first got here in 1988, I was 28 years old. I still had curly hair. I, I had a giant afro. <laughs> and, um, and I still remember, remember the call that came in from you. You were a middle school student back then, but I recognized something. And that was the fact that you reminded me of me in middle school because you're just weather crazy. Yeah, I think 13 years old at the time. And uh, I, uh, I just remember watching you and thinking you were amazing. Uh, not, not that I have to... Uh, at this point, try to impress you with with verbiage uh, because we work together now, which has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what a blessing this has been! I, I would have never thunk in a million years, even though it's been what now thirty years, even thirty years that we get to work together on a daily basis. This is uh, truly a dream come true from middle school, and to think about how much. Uh, grayer you have gotten i mean you used to have dark hair it was it was brown dark brown i believe and extremely curly i love what you've done with it now though i'll bet you dye it white (laughs) my dad had white hair at 28 and uh yeah Uh, but no this is whatever god gives me is what i keep and i'm very happy with with whatever it is i'm happy that i have hair (laughs) it's a crown of glory there you go your halo is uh, shining brightly it's beautiful and so now you're 22 years old, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Man, if only. Boy, the time has flown by, that's for sure. Uh, but you were so kind to me and so nice to me. Uh, you spent so much time. I, I like to remember uh, to pay it forward, you know, when people come and ask my advice. But you went way above and beyond, I think, it blows my mind thinking about what you did. Well, that was because I recognized something in you that I knew was going to eventually blossom for some television station. I had no idea it would be Fox 8 eventually, and I just think that's great. Uh, but I think your first debut on Fox 8 was... Was it on July 4th or near July 4th uh, of a particular year? Was it 1988? It was, it was 1988. I'm looking at a tape. Right. It's right above your desk. It looks like July 5th, 5th. right, of 1988. I remember weeding your garden, Fox 8 Acres, <laughs> and telling you what the temperature was in the garden, mm-hmm. uh, which was looks like 86 degrees, Andre, mm-hmm. is what I said. And then I didn't hear you because you were toward the camera uh, but I think that's when I understood what a microphone did but uh, Tom Poston and Tim Conway were there Dick Russ and Lori Vick who anchored the noon show also interviewed Tom, the late Tom Poston and the late Tim Conway uh, my mom and dad were there mm-hmm. with me That it was really just I, it was surreal even working here now is surreal to be honest with you uh, but it's really been a spectacular uh it, what a ride. 
this mm-hmm. has been. Well, you were my web weather spy for many, many years. Uh, we had a special, special signal uh, because you know this was back before the internet. This was in the time of long distance telephone calls from Astrobula, and those were expensive. So you would give me one ring at a specific time, whatever time it was, like five forty-five or whatever, and I would call you back. And we did that for years. Um, So you were my web weather spy. But then let's fast forward. Uh, My wife and I attended your graduation party for high school. You were going to go to Ohio State. And you went to OSU to get your weather degree. How were those four years for you? Well, actually, the first year I went to Kent State. Kent State. Ashtabula, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then the last three at Ohio State. I lived off campus, actually, uh, and that worked out fine. I actually, I ended up rooming with my best friend from high school, uh, Jeff Hanna, and uh, also another weather geek, Jeff Hoblob, which was fantastic because we, I mean, we got along swimmingly with two meteorologists that were geeking out all the time. But uh, really being a part of the classes and you know not just the meteorology classes but also was i was filling in here i was doing work at fox 8 i was doing work at wcmh in columbus uh on the weekends and also doing work at uh w what was it s wsee in erie pennsylvania too so the tri-city kid i was going all over the place and doing studies at the same time i mean I, I can't find that time now. I don't know how the heck I did all that traveling between. Uh, but the, the the classes, you would help me and guide me with what classes I should be taking. And um, it, you made things a little bit easier to navigate for me. Um, and I, I really, I wouldn't have, uh, you know, done it any other way. I mean, I... It was the best experience of my life in terms of um, learning about meteorology, which I had always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I've always loved weather from the time I could remember. And, uh, you know, you you really encouraged me. You you helped me so much with that. You sound like me. I mean, since I was three or four, that's all I could ever remember wanting to do. So uh, you had a great start. You had some television, television experience even in um, in college, but I want to take you back to your high school years because I seem to remember you taking high school television equipment home so, so that you could do and practice your presentation skills, but there was a lot of uniqueness to what you were doing because you did what those of us in the industry know as luma key you did a luma key because you didn't have a green screen and you didn't have color equipment but you had a nice black and white camera that that they sent home with you i still remember luma key tell me about that that chroma key at the time was very very expensive Mm. effect you i mean i was amazed that I think I discovered it by accident, Luma Key. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know that it was there. They just, I I saw the camera equipment 
And the folks at the school, it was just sitting there. They were, yeah, that, that black and white uh, camera equipment, it was collecting dust. We used to shoot basketball games and football games with it. It was bought by the sports department. Go ahead, take it home. So I did, and started messing around with the cameras and my Commodore Amiga 500 drawing weather maps. Boy, do I wish I were an artist because, boy, I still have VHS tapes of just how bad those maps were. Um, but I, I think you could kind of recognize a United States map in there somewhere. Um, I typed up the forecast pages that had little 8-bit fonts on it or whatever. But uh, being in front of our dark paneling wall in the basement, I could Luma key the Commodore Amiga graphics, which were color, but I had to uh, produce them so that they were somewhat readable in black and white, Mm -hmm. and then I would have to wear a white cap because my my black hair (laughs) would disappear and be replaced by so I'd be a floating face. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to wear lighter clothing, and uh, of course I'm pasty white, so that wasn't a problem there. Um, it, it's it's really uh, part of uh, how I was able to rehearse right. uh, chroma key, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote. Um, and I didn't have that luxury. You know, magnetics, I, right? Magnetic. I was luxuries. magnetic. I, I used the side of my furnace, which was magnetic, and I had a bunch of magnetic letters, and so that's what I would use. I would use the side of my furnace. It comes full circle now, because ironically, you're so much better than I am now at the Brady Bunch monitors that we have on the set. That's considered the new technology. I, I do not like looking over my shoulder. I much prefer the chroma key where you look off to the side. Right. And But, but now, um, <laughs> you're so... So much more comfortable because when when you uh, and I think even Goddard used to use the magnetic uh, right. right the magnetic he used to use charcoal actually if I remember for the satellite imagery um, it's amazing how that came full circle isn't it so no more chroma key that's the latest fad in television weather we don't do chroma key it's it's out yeah it's I can wear any color and you can wear any yeah. color now St Patrick's Day yeah. we can actually wear green now and I do. <laughs> So if you could wear a green jacket, Mr. Goddard did have a green blazer. He used to drive the folks oh, in the control yeah. room crazy because yeah. mm-hmm. he would wear it even like all the time. Yeah, he'd always wear that. So what do you most like about being in television weather now that you've been in TV weather now for some time? You've had a time to, to ingest it. I, I Let me let me approach it this way because I think it, it would make more sense to maybe a youngster that's listening to this and that is this what advice would you give to a youngster who has the same drive that you did in middle school or high school that they're going to be a meteorologist but you want to prepare them for what is ahead how would you prepare them with advice that would help them to to have a successful career? What would you tell them? That is an excellent question. And it has changed a little bit, I think, the answer to that question. What you had 
said initially to me and how you had advised me and, and <laughs> steered me in the right direction, which obviously ended up working out pretty well, I would say, is that you really, to, to be a, a scientist is a very good thing. And, and part of the advice that I could give to youngsters is that they should still have the education because you never know what's going to happen in the business of television weather. There are other fields you can do if you like meteorology and, and do not want to do the television aspect. But I would say always as, as a baseline, doing the physics and the chemistry and the, uh, the math, the calculus, of course, if you have... A propensity toward those kinds of uh, courses or have an interest in that, it's going to be easier for you. But I can say that now it's um, maybe a little bit better idea to uh, maybe pay more attention. I used to watch the Weather Channel quite a bit uh, to, to help me understand maybe some of the, the dynamics of of presenting the weather and of course Fox 8 I would watch uh, Andre and Mr. Goddard uh, and even Mark Kuntz if I remember correctly at the time so those are all good things to do but but the changes might be that now we have an opportunity to do things like YouTube and have our own channels and uh the the social media aspect, um, you know, maybe consider, you know, doing what Andre is doing right now. Ha- have a podcast. Maybe have graphics included in 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 a YouTube account. Um, sort of get used to the broadcasting angle. That's one way things have really changed. At the time, I probably would have taken advantage of the social media. You would have been on YouTube. You would have been on Rumble. You would have been on all, all of those video accounts. You would have had your own podcast, I think, audio podcast. Um, I, I think you would, have, you would have been doing those things. That, that's probably one of the most significant changes, I could say. It, beyond, we still need to have that, that science component, I, I think. But what would you say? I mean, any other differences between what you had said, you know, to me in terms of advising me versus, you know, what I, we do now? Yeah, I think the, the, the same holds true. And I still tell kids today that um, you have to pay your dues in the business. doesn't matter if you're a plumber. doesn't matter if you are an, an, a, 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 um, a financial executive. doesn't matter if you're a television meteorologist. you got to start somewhere, and it's not going to be Cleveland. It's not going to be New York City. You're not going to start your financial uh, career on Dow Jones uh, kind of a thing. Start somewhere and be open to going somewhere where you can get your foot in the door. And that could be Glen Dive, Montana. You know, that, that could be Santa Rosa, California. It could be Fairbanks, Alaska. But if somebody's going to give you a shot, go, get your foot in the door, and start getting your, your feet wet. And then you can start thinking about making a, a plan to head geographically to where you want it to go. And yep, you're going to work 
on weekends. You're going to week, work on holidays, and uh, you're going to do you that. You still do. Yeah, I still do. do. Yeah, periodically. Yeah, yeah every mm-hmm. once in a while. Uh, you're. It's, <laughs> none of us is immune to those schedules. And one thing that comes to mind too, Andre, is remember the internet is forever. And so, right. Yes, absolutely. You know, if you're thinking yeah. about doing this field, news directors and those who hire right. are going to look on the Internet. They're going to see absolutely everything and anything you've done. I don't want to put fear in people, but just remember that you've got to, you have to be vigilant about what's on your social media. Make good, wise decisions. And if you have even a doubt in your mind, a slight <laughs> doubt whether or not something might be controversial, you may want to, uh, you know, have a nice little chat uh, with, with someone that you trust and uh, that has a good head on their shoulders and good judgment. I would have yeah. discussed with you <laughs> before probably I, I made any moves like that on social media. That's a big thing now. I mean, people who hire... They're going to look at stuff like that. Even in my position, now being over 60, and maybe looking at uh, some form of retirement in the next five to ten years. You're over 60? Uh, Yeah. Wow. I mean, oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Been here 33 years. Looking good, looking good. Oh, you know, I'm going to hire you as my personal (laughs) PR director from now on. You're it, man. Uh, But with social media, I have learned... Uh, that that the best way around things is to to keep it positive, keep it uplifting, and on my Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, or the, all of those accounts, I post pictures of clouds, food, and my cat. Oh, and that's it. I Man. love the frosty the frosty pics. Mm-hmm. Frosty is your cat, right? Are fantastic. I mean, frosty. You must get some of the highest views and comments on Frosty. I don't know about some of the food that you post. I mean, it's beautiful, uh, but I get confused on some of the names. I've got to be honest with you. It's beautiful, but I, I'm partial to, to Frosty. The animals always uh, make me smile, and I'm sure those are some of your highest viewed. Well, just I today probably. I posted posted one. You may or may not have yet seen it, but no, Fro- Frosty did something that he has never ever done. I was in my new, which is still not yet completed, but it's it's getting there. In my new Weather Jazz audio studio that I'm constructing, and it's uh, his. It's, by the well, way, just so yeah, you know, it's not yours. How did you know that? Yeah, <laughs> he already owns it. He let me know because he crawled right up, right across the monitor, plopped himself on the windowsill and and just watched me for an hour as as I was doing my thing and he was just very very happy it's, and I took a picture of that and I posted it on my Instagram account go check it out oh you got to check it out and there are so many great pictures on it. I, I love I love looking at your your all of your social media accounts but Instagram is great too and uh and, and hopefully, if folks are listening to this, you have so many wonderful Weather Jazz podcasts out there. I love the Scott Sable uh, ones that you did about the climate and about the forecasts uh, you guys talked about in depth, because we don't have time to do right. that on television. Right. This really gives you a great idea of 
some of you know how the sausage is made, as they say. You may or may not want to know <laughs> certain <laughs> elements of the long-term outlooks, but you do because it is actually very scientific. So, yes, please do listen to those. They're fantastic. You do a great job. And this is episode number 211 in season two. Season two started about two years ago, uh, but Weather Jazz has been going on for 17 years now. And now you're you're getting close to your, what, your seal number? No, I can't. <laughs> it's way above, hopefully. I'm, I, for just for season two, we're approaching 45,000 downloads. Wow, that's yeah. 45,000? That's incredible. That really is. Doing very well. It's, going, it's global, truly global podcast. Ooh, Except yes. for one continent, and I've, I've shared oh, this I before. I know what it is. Go ahead, tell me. It's got to be Antarctica. That is correct. There I'm are on like two people there, though, right? I don't know. I, I think it may be closer to you know fifty or so. <laughs> I don't know. In the winter, their winter time, not too many. Uh, but I have a friend. I have a friend who, yes. with whom I graduated, who works for NASA. And n- next summer in Antarctica, which would be our winter coming up, he has an assignment to go to Antarctica. And I asked him, would you please download one episode of Weather Jazz, take a picture of of yourself doing it so I can say that I'm on every continent on the planet. Wow, truly global. That's, it will be after after this one. Uh, that's so exciting, and, and congrats. I mean, yeah, I know how hard you work on those, uh, all of the episodes, but um, this is all very encouraging, especially Antarctica. I don't think many people can say that, Andre. Well, it, it, I I went to college four year degree in order to pronounce Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time pr- pronouncing Wednesday <laughs> or February. Oh, I like that one too. That's a good one. All right, uh, let's wrap it up. And because you have a promo to shoot here uh, coming up, uh, and and these are questions apparently that viewers have written in and want us to answer. In 20 seconds. Is that going to be hard for you? Very much so. I tend to be a little verbose on these things. So I'll do that. I know they've got to edit like crazy. Yeah. I guess we're all popular because they're. People are really asking a lot of questions on our Facebook pages about, you know, we get to answer them. Mm-hmm. The 20-second thing is they're going to have to edit away. Um, so here's a little practice. You ready? Yes, I'm, I'm going to shoot a question your way, yeah. and let's see you do it in 20 seconds, and I'll time you, okay? This is going to be tough. Oh, okay. boy. Explain. High pressure. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, I guess. Explain the hydrostatic equation in 20 seconds. Go. Geostrophic quasi no, it's quasi-geostrophic potential vorticity equation. That's my favorite one. I don't know about the hydrostatic. Hydrostatic equilibrium is one that I remember from, what? That's from meteorology class. So, But I can't explain it in 20 seconds. You just did, though. <laughs> AJ, you've been awesome. And we'll have you back, uh, especially when, when you have something that you would love to chat about. Uh, but uh, this has been a good opportunity for people in the audience to know who AJ is because they see you now every night at 10 o'clock and sometimes periodically at other times. But you like this shift, don't you? Oh, my favorite. This is, I am definitely a night owl, not a morning person at all. I kind of wish I was a morning person because it almost seems like people who get up early in the morning get way more accomplished than I do. But in terms of just being somewhat rested, I like the second shift 
mm-hmm. and management's been wonderful here. They, they are accommodating that way, yeah. and uh, I, I absolutely love the shift. And then Andre partially retired. That helped too. You know, I appreciate you partially retiring. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have even had a shot at being on, on the late night side. But no, everybody's so great to work here. I, I'm working with Lou Maglio, the likes of Lou Maglio, who's a nut. Uh, JT, we've got wonderful producers here and 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 uh, directors. It is, mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying it, and you know what it's like here too. It's 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 a great. That's place. why I've been here 33 years. People ask me, you've been there a long time. I said, yeah, and I can still remember my former news director in Minneapolis. His name was Tom Kirby, and I came down here for the interview in December of 1987. Came back with a contract offer and told my news director in Minneapolis. And he said, who's the news director there? And I said, Virgil Dominic. And he said, oh, I'm not standing in your way. He says, you grab that. And if you keep your nose clean, you will be there for the rest of your career and they'll take care of you. So this place had a reputation way back then that it hired people that they wanted to have them stay. And he was prophetic, obviously. He, uh, he knew what he was talking about. And uh, we still keep in touch with Virgil to this day. Right. He's, he's just such a great people person. And uh, he did take care of you. I mean, you... Oh, all the time. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you followed, followed the advice to a T and, um, and have had a wonderful career here. Mm. Helped so many people. I'm glad personally that you stayed. I am too. I'm glad to hear it. And I'm not going anywhere, at least in, in the near term. So, so you're going to have me to kick around for a little while longer. Has your wife, Sally, put her stamp of approval on that too? Because she's really the boss. So <laughs> as long as she said it's okay. <laughs> you know what? I think we ought to have her on Weather Jazz sometime, don't you think? You haven't? Oh, you're in trouble. I think she oh, helped yeah. me once or twice answer questions, weather questions. But that was in season one. Oh. Never in season two. My gosh. I mean, way overdue. And Sally, um, I'm sorry that he put me on before you. This is there's something there's something very wrong with this equation. Now that can you hold this episode until you put her on before me, I think. Uh no, I just I won't let her know that I put you on before her. That's that's it. <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> to keep the peace at home. But I'm looking forward to hearing your guys' story. I really don't. I know a little bit about your and Sally's story. A little bit. It's in my book, The Extra Mile. But not not a lot. Not a lot. And people that I have mean, people that need to know that story should listen to that story. It is a fun story. It's a fun one. I enjoy it, but I don't know all the details, and something tells me that not everything is in that book. Other stuff could come out, because it's been a long time. When was that book written? Uh, 11 years ago now. So yeah, there's stuff that's happened since then. Let's just leave it right there. That's a good teaser. So AJ says. Thanks, AJ. (laughs) My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. I've really enjoyed this. Well, as Dick Goddard used to say, he's one of the good ones. We're talking about AJ Colby. If you've ever met him, certainly, immediately, uh, you were endeared to his very joyful style, which very much exudes on television. Again, his regular shift 
is Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Go check it out. And I'll tell you what, his graphic prowess is really admirable. I just love the way he puts his graphic elements together in such a way to tell a story. That's a very important thing in our business. It's not just showing certain things in certain sequences. It's much more than that. You have to have a graphic sense these days with computer graphics, etc., and knowing how to put the pieces and parts together to tell a story, even if the sound were down on your television, you would still get the story. Now, that obviously, that's not something I recommend. I recommend you make sure that that volume is up and you're listening, too, because it all gets put together in a great storyboard format. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast, especially if you know an A.J. Colby fan out there. They've got to be certainly sampling this and listening to his own words on so many topics, especially about his career at Fox 8 and other places, too, before he came to Fox 8. So make sure you get the word out. It's episode number 211. Special thanks to all of you that continue to partner to support Weather Jazz. They are from Ohio. Dale Osborne, Will and Tonya Krause and family, Christine Barnes, Rose Moore from Florida, Bill Martin from Vermont, Victoria Singer and from Tennessee, Andrea Rich. I'd love to add your name to that list. There's still plenty of room on that list. And I love to brag about all of you that have uh, stepped alongside with Weather Jazz to make sure that we're constantly pushing the envelope and making things even better. It's easy to become a supporter, and all you have to do is go to weatherjazz.com and click on the tab at the very, very top saying become a supporter, and you'll find the instructions very, very easy to do. Now, if you have a question or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com. That's my email address. And now also via text or voicemail at the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line, 234-525-5888. Again, 234-525-5888. Easy to remember, but still, if you're perhaps listening in the car, you can't exactly jot that down very easily. Not to worry. Go to weatherjazz.com. Click on the Contacts tab at the very top. All of this will uh, very easily be available to you. Well, have a great holiday weekend, everybody. It does look stunning. Make sure you get all the details coming up on Fox 8 News in the evening and, of course, this weekend to get updates. But uh, we're looking very, very nice both Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, coolish. Sunday, a little warmer, but it looks like the dew points will be under control here in the Ohio Valley. And let's hope the heat wave out west, especially in Washington and Oregon, for those of you that are tuning in from there, we're certainly praying that uh, that is going to be a memory and that uh, you can put it behind you because that was really, really rough stuff. Anyway, have a good weekend, everybody, and happy Independence Day, America. We'll see you on Wednesday right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. The Weather Jazz.